Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey this is heather hey this is liz this week we return to adulting the holiday edition all right let's hit that music So we are back after a couple of weeks of uh, radio silence, I guess. Uh, My cough and cold lasted a little bit longer than I uh, anticipated it. (laughs) It is not the sexiest thing to listen to when somebody is podcasting with a cold. You know, it sounds sultry and exciting, but it's more phlegmy. (laughs) Yeah, I still have a little bit of the, the voice dropping out in the evenings, but Finally got like the right kind of meds to get the cough to clear up for the most part and been on steroids and all that crap. So it's, it's nice to feel humid again because I've been sick since before flipping Halloween. So that's crazy. Yeah. I know it happens every year too. At this time, I should know it's coming. I don't know what to do to stop it. I just need like a stockpile of weird antibiotic steroids and cough syrup. So I don't know Mm. if anybody's got, you know, a angle on that. Give me a call. So. So yeah. every doctor's like, well, you know, you it's probably just a virus, so you can just wait through it. I'm like, no, no, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to get a cold. It's going to go into my chest. I'm going to lose my voice, and then it'll be weeks of me being miserable because I have no voice. So yeah, but it's better, yay! And yay. we are now in December. It's Christmas. I know it's insane. So the last episode that we did was about Hallmark movie. Uh, the Hallmark Channel movies, Christmas movies. I am so glad we've had such a great response to that because I know that there's lots of other people out there like me <laughs> that just are obsessed with them and they just keep watching them all the time. I have watched tons of Hallmark movies. I have not gotten into them yet. I need to. I have not gotten into the holiday spirit yet. Like, I just can't seem to get that. My sister got her Christmas tree put up like the day after Thanksgiving. I still haven't even pulled mine out of the garage. So it's it's kind of one of those. And, and that's what we're talking about this week is about the holiday season, but adulting while you're doing it. So yeah. kind of, you know, we did an adulting episode way back in episode 50. And it was so much fun. I really enjoyed it. I was thinking about it. I was like, there are so many things that are different for the holidays, specifically when you're a grown up versus when you were a kid. So it sounded like a fun thing to talk about. So yeah, so if the last adulting thing, I think we called it adulting 101. Yeah, I don't know. if we called it adulting 101, this is now a graduate level course when you talk <laughs> in adulting holidays. Yeah. 
It's it's already it's already hit because again, you know, Thanksgiving kind of starts off this, you know, holiday season when it comes to get-togethers and gift-giving and seeing people you don't see a lot of times could be a company holiday party of some sort. There's there's always something going on. And, you know, when you're a kid, you either miss these things or they're like, "Oh my gosh, I get to play with my cousins. Yay, this is great." But it, it's there's you know there's there's not as much hustle and bustle. At least I don't feel like as a kid like we went to certain things or we expected certain things, but we didn't have to plan any of them and we didn't have to deal with them. And usually the people we were going to see we wanted to see, but that's yeah. not always the case when you're a grown up. Yeah, when you're a grown up, first of all, there is a lot of planning and preparing and doing it. And unfortunately, thank you, modern society, we put all the blame on the women for this. Apparently, the women are the ones that are supposed to cook, clean, and whatever. And shop. Don't forget shopping. Oh, yeah. And if I had a dollar for the last Christmas present that my husband bought for anybody except for me, (laughs) I would not have any dollars. So I, (laughs) it's just, you know, it's one of those things where it's like my husband doesn't care as much. So why do I have to care? Why? And I think it's just like stuck in me. Like, no, I have to have the Christmas tree up. Um, and however, I do want to put, you know, I'm the one that puts the Christmas tree up. I'm the one that loves the Christmas tree. I bought a storage unit just to put my Christmas tree in. Cause I won't fit in my house. Yep. And I don't know why. I, uh, you know, me and my husband, so we're just like opening each other's gifts. It's right. not like a to do. In fact, I may be out of town this year. So why do I even have a Christmas tree up? Well, and that's something else you and I can talk about. Since we don't have kids, that's a very different set of expectations and things that, that go along with kid holiday, you know, making sure that, you know, the proper gifts are there and, you know, that they come from whomever and whatever and wherever. And the driving around and looking at lights. It's like when you're just a married couple, it's its a little, I don't know, I find it a little bit sad almost because in my family, for whatever reason, like when we were kids, we used to go like Christmas Eve, we would go drive around and look at Christmas lights. When we got back, we could open one present and then everything else got open Christmas morning. But it was just my family. It wasn't like we had cousins and whatever who were, we had a separate holiday party for that. So now as an adult, for whatever reason, we've transitioned and probably my sister's a nurse. And so she tends to have, you know, weird holiday scheduling. She might have to work Christmas Eve, but be off Christmas Day. And, you know, it it just depends on how things lay out. But we started doing all of our kind of like my parents' kids' you know, grandkids kind of party, our immediate family on Christmas Eve. And then anything that's like between Paul and I or like, you know, whatever, we do Christmas morning by ourselves. But it's almost a little bit lonely when it's just like the two of you sitting there and it's like, oh, I opened your present. You open my present. All right. Now what's on Hallmark? Like, (laughs) is a Christmas story still on? Because it's still 24 hours in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of thing is it's when you don't have a bigger family, uh, it means a little bit more to me for holidays that, you know, um, to try and do something special. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's hard. So now what are we without kids talking to you about adulting in the holiday season? Why? <laughs> what, 
We understand that there is a lot of mental preparation for visiting family. And I think yeah. that needs to be discussed. <laughs> yeah. Um, gatherings. Almost, yeah, yeah. Gatherings are always a tricky situation, especially when you're an adult. Because again, when you're a kid, you're just there for the presence and the the fun with the kids, right? You know, there's food and there's friends and there's there you're always gonna get stuff and you go away. When you're a grown up, you have to be the one who says, okay, we gotta get all these gifts purchased, wrapped, stuffed in the car taken to where it needs to go. Uh, We can't sit next to, you know, grandpa because he's weird and we want to keep these people away from these people. And I haven't seen her forever and I can't stand him. So it kind of becomes like a, it's like mental gymnastics, trying to figure out where you're going to place yourself to be able to, and I hate to say this, but to just be able to like survive this gathering that's supposed to be this jolly event, you know, especially if you're someone like, like kind of you and I that are, you know, we're friendly and we're outgoing, but we're also introverts. So we don't always want to spend time with other people if we don't have to. to You need to be able to relax first. So this, uh, this bullshit of like, come over at two o'clock, leave at 10 o'clock. That doesn't work for me. It's just too much time. Yeah. This year, yeah, this year my family decided to, and I'm actually grateful that they did this because everybody's got stuff going and some people are out of town and whatever. So they were like wanting to do our extended family. Like this is all my dad's siblings. They want to do our extended family thing on Christmas Eve. And I know this shit is going to start at five o'clock and go until everybody's drunk and passes out or leaves. That, and again, I don't have kids, but my sister does. And, you know, my cousins do. And like, that is incredibly hard if you need to be home to do your Christmas Eve you know, menstruations while the kids are sleeping or whatever it is you need to do. Menstruations really not menstruation. (laughs) 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 All right. So so your your yeah. I'm going to tell a secret family. um, I'm going to tell a family secret, and since you know they're kind of all older now, nobody will really know. So we had our family had a big family Thanksgiving. Uh, not Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve growing up. Mm-hmm. And it was the extended family. But we got my grandpa there to make sure that everybody knew that it was time to go before seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Santa's going to come. You want to be home? Make sure Santa gets there. That's you know, right. get everybody out the door. And it was expected every year that you kind of left early. Then we had the party with the partiers. They came over at nine. <laughs> yeah. So we had two parties. You had a little bit of wind down. You know, you had the people you had to put a face on for. Yep. And uh, and then you had the people you could like just, you know, kind of sit around and drink and bitch about stuff with. Yeah. We had two separate parties on the same day. I highly recommend you split <laughs> up those people in your life. This- you know. That is exactly what happened on Thanksgiving this year for me, which was amazing. Because again, my family had wanted to do this Christmas Eve, and I'm like, oh, the fuck do I get out of this? Because here's the deal. I got anxiety. I don't like to leave the house all the time. Some people that I'm related to, I don't always agree with their uh, beliefs and Mm -hmm. uh, things that they like to talk loudly about that are, I find personally offensive. So it's a very, it's a stressful situation for me to go to these parties, even though I love these people and I do enjoy myself when I'm there 
most of the time. So they want to do Christmas Eve and I'm already stressing out because I'm like, well, this is when we do our thing with my nieces and nephew and my parents and whatever. So I'm stressed out about it. And then they finally decided, they're like, why don't we just combine Thanksgiving and Christmas? Because like one of my aunts was going to be out of the country, like all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? That's great. Because <laughs> that's then we're done. Like we did it. And what we ended up doing was because my brother-in-law wanted to, he wants to start like our own small family tradition for Thanksgiving, like not go to this big scale. My, my family's huge. Not go to this big scale party, but to have something at home. So we ended up going to the big scale party for lunch, staying until about, I don't know, 4.30 or so, and then went to their house and to do like dinner. And that was actually really nice. So it's like what you're talking about. It's kind of breaking it up. So you have the the party people that you have to smile and be friendly with. And then you have your normal people that you can lay on the couch and, and watch movies or maybe fall asleep or whatever. And, you know, I, I am going to put it out there because my family did the same exact thing. And I, I like this, you mm-hmm. know, uh, is they actually realized that everybody was so busy on Christmas Day that we were going to and we were all going to see each other on New Year's Day anyway, because that was our tradition, that we would just do the Christmas stuff on New Year's Day. Yeah. Um, and so that helps kind of break up this gigantic family worth of stuff to, you know, in palatable little pieces. Mm-hmm. And when we ever had um, uh, our friend's Christmas, we would do it one paycheck after Christmas. Right. <laughs> that is when it makes sense to do it because that is when yeah. you can afford to do it. Yeah. And so I think a lot of adulting is to try and find these compromises in it. Sure, it's not traditional and you may feel obligated to do some traditional um, meet and greets with them, but you can limit your time. And yeah. I am a big fan. If your mental health cannot handle those parties where you have to be a little fake, yeah, um, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's always different parties and the party where you have to be a little fake, you can call in sick. Yeah. And you just don't go. And that's yeah. kind of my sister and I were talking about that. And I was like, I was so stressed out about how we were going to manage this Christmas Eve thing, because honestly, the last two Christmases, the anxiety of the event, even in a small setting, I went to the hospital both years. I don't want to do that again this year. At Christmas in the hospital fucking sucks. Like it's yeah. not, you do not want to be in an emergency room in the hospital because all the worst doctors are there and the nurses are bitches. And, you know, I'm not saying this about nurses in general, but there are just some angry people that work holidays. It is not where you want to be when you don't feel good. So, you know, my sister's like, well, I want to go anyway. I've got three kids. I need to be able to do my Santa stuff and we need to be able to relax and not be up till five in the morning. And when the kids are going to trickle downstairs at 5 a.m., like, oh, is it here? So, you know, that that took a lot off my plate. And, you know, I want to say like the first time I ever had to even navigate something like this was when I was married the first time. Uh, because my parents were divorced and my ex-husband's parents were divorced. And so Christmas Eve, like the very first Christmas that we spent together, we went to his mom's, his grandma's, my mom's, my dad's, and my grandma's house in one day. And I'm like, you know what? (laughs) Fuck this. I said, this is what it's going to happen. 
I'm going to host at my apartment or my, you know, wherever I'm living. And whoever wants to show up can show up because I'm not going to stress myself out trying to see 37 different people. Like that, that was the year like my divorced parents had to learn how to coexist, you know, for the first time because I was like, I can't, I can't do that. It's too much. So, yeah. And we've been doing it that way ever since. I, I I agree. So that is another way. So if you feel an obligation around the holidays to have some sort of party or some side to get together, I, I think that uh, one thing that helps um, while you're trying to adult is uh, avid as like an open house. Yeah. Um, come and go. There's no set time. We're not going to have a formal dinner. I like me personally. Um, this is just desserts, setting up desserts only. Yeah. That type of thing. Or like or- ch- chips and dips, and, you know, like easy finger yeah. foods. And you know what? Here's the other thing. If you tell me this event is a potluck, then I'm going to bring what the fuck I want to bring, regardless of if 23 people are bringing it. Because when you say, tell us what you're going to bring, everybody bring what they want. And then I say, okay, well, I'm going to bring a green bean casserole. And somebody says, oh, no, somebody else makes that. I'm like, then why did you ask? Why don't you just tell me what I'm supposed to bring and move on with it? (laughs) Oh, potlucks, though, are a great way to kind of get around. And, you know, I don't care. Um, I know a lot of people think holidays need to be like formal affairs. No. And I just don't feel that in today's society, you can try and do all of that. And um, I don't think that you're asking for too much if you're asking your family for something more casual. Now, if they want to have a big formal dinner and serve you, fine, go and have at it. Or but, not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But don't, you know, you, you have no obligation to do the same thing for other people. You don't have to have that same formality. So, yeah. um, all right. So my gripes are done because I was talking about mostly <laughs> family and I, now don't get me wrong. I love spending time with my family and I love all of uh, the Christmas thing. I really kind of am frustrated when it ends up being everything has to happen on Christmas day or everything has to happen on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, uh, it's hard to be available on one day, a hundred percent all the time for most people. And I think a lot of our listeners are probably the same way where it's just too exhausting. Now there is excitement. It starts out great, but then, you know, everything gets kind of bitchy, you know, all Mm -hmm. the teenagers go for a walk, which we know they're all going to get high and they come back and they're laughing at stupid shit and eating all the cookies. Well, all the dads are sitting around watching football, which nobody else wants to watch because hello, Christmas movies are on. Why aren't we watching that? And somebody's bitching about you put up your Christmas tree too early. You know what? These people who are bitching about how you can't have a tree up at Thanksgiving. I'm like, um, yes, I have to have a tree up if I'm going to be celebrating Thanksgiving because I need the tree. Here's the deal. We need a lot longer than 30 days to enjoy a good Christmas tree. In my opinion. Absolutely agree. Now, um, uh, also if you, the only time people are going to come over to your house ever during the season is Thanksgiving. You can't put your Christmas tree up because nobody's going to see it otherwise. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, of course, I, I've uh, gotten a workaround from this. First one, move out of state. Nobody comes yep. over. Yep. Two, um, get a place that is so small that people cannot <laughs> come over. Even right. if they wanted, they can come over and sit at a very small table. 
Well, one thing that that I found, especially with like friends and, you know, people like, I don't want my friends to think that they have to clean or decorate just so I can spend time with them during the holidays. If they don't want to do that, like, I don't want them to feel obligated to put on a dinner and clean up and all, let's go to a restaurant. Let's go find somewhere nice. Somebody else has to do the cooking and the cleaning. We get to sit around and enjoy it. And then we all go our separate ways. That is just pretty much how I, how I roll. Yeah, that's what you and I usually do. Right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's a lot easier, you know. I mean, when you and I were spending time together in the room podcasting and we were doing four podcasts on a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon, that was awesome. Like that's when you but or when we were we used to do scrapbooks and movie marathons or you know things like that. That is like cool, sit back, relax. But again, if it's just we're going to hang out for a little bit and then it maybe exchange a gift or something and then go on our merry way. Restaurant, so easy. So. Yeah. Oh, and it, especially somebody that it, a restaurant also prevents people from lingering too long. Mm-hmm. You know yep. what I mean? You've all had the person that just won't leave after. Oh, God. Yes. And they stay for like six days. You'll yeah. get out. So we've mostly been talking about adulting for like entertaining uh, mm-hmm. at the holidays, but there's got to be other adult oh, yeah. issues at the holidays. I have a couple of other uh, categories that I was writing down. The okay. first thing that the, the, I think the biggest one is gift giving, right? Mm. So we've we've dealt with our gatherings and just getting around to peopling, right? So it's not even just about adulting. It's like, I just have to deal with people and the world is too peopley and I have to go through traffic to get there. But, but the biggest thing that stresses, I would say as an adult, stresses me out that like when I was younger and I had, you know, I had a lot more disposable income for a while when I was younger. And and I only had one niece and I have one uh, like cousin who is like a daughter pretty much. So I could just lavish gifts on these kids. And I didn't have to spend a ton of money, but I had more to spend than I seem to now. And so I enjoyed, I enjoyed the gift giving process. I mean, yeah, hell, I love to get gifts. If somebody wants to send me a present, go ahead, go to patreon.com slash nerdy bitches and send us a Christmas present. That'd be awesome. But I love to gift gifts because I love to see somebody enjoy what I have found for them. That, that gives me a lot of internal happy juju feelings. But as I've gotten older or like during times when monies are tight and now I've got you know, six nieces and nephews instead of just the one, it it really stresses me out to try to yeah. think about how I'm going to juggle what, you know, because again, when you get to be a certain age, your your income's pretty set. Like, you know what you're going to be making on your paycheck or or whatever. And, and you know what your bills are and what you have to take care of. God, as we get older, I think my bills just get more expensive too. Mm-hmm. And so then it just becomes, again, more mental gymnastics of how am I going to get this personal fulfillment of giving somebody a gift I want to when I can't necessarily afford to spend the kind of money that I'm used to spending or that I would like to spend. And then it just gets really stressful because you're like, okay, well, I spent all this money on Christmas and now I'm stressed out and I've got eight days until the next paycheck hits, you know, those kind of things. So you know, the nice thing when you have the gatherings that are spread out is that, again, you can kind of spread them out over the life of your money versus it all being at one time. Um, this would probably help if I started shopping in like June, but that's just not happening. So I know, you know, I think that the biggest adulting um, issue is planning and 
organizing. And I'm not great at that. Yeah. Um, one thing that has helped me is Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Big so, fan. Big fan. Also, like during the holiday season, I keep like QVC on all the time <laughs> while I'm trying to figure out yeah. what to buy my family members. It is probably not a great idea. I, I actually <laughs> sat down last night with my uh, four-year-old niece and two-year-old nephew, and I just like scrolled through a list, you know, like Amazon has those gift finder things. Mm-hmm. I was like, kids two to four, and I'm just like scrolling through. I'm like, point to things you like. You know, it's like, I'm not going to buy them all, but at least it gives me an idea of what they want. Um, you know, or, or something like that, just so they, they, you know, and then when they get it, they'll be like, Oh, that's right. You got this for me. That's awesome. And they remember those things, but like, I'm annoyed because I just realized that the, I bought them last year, a little toddler size, like wooden table and chair set for their new house. Mm -hmm. It's, it's still in the closet. It hasn't even been unpacked or put together. (laughs) I'm like, I just slap a bow on it, put it back out this year because they don't even know it's there. I was like, what, Jesus? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so again, trying to come up with the perfect gift. My oldest niece, you, you guys hear me talk about her all the time, is 12 years old. But oh, she's, like, tw- she's like 12 going on 23. I was like, so what do you want for Christmas? And she's like, oh, you know, like face masks and scented candles and, and like soft blankets. I'm like, what are you, 24 and having a meltdown? Like, look, this seems like really weird gifts you for a 12-year-old. You want and just like, exactly. you know. Exactly. I was like, you are trying to have your own girls' night out kind of thing, like, or a girls' night in, I guess, spa day. I was like, okay, that's not what I wanted when I was 12. And then my other niece is 11, but she's a totally different kid. So she's like a really young 11 and she's reading and, you know, like sciencey stuff and whatever. So it's a, just a very different dynamic and trying to find the right gift gets stressful. But again, when I find it, I'm very happy about it. It makes me happy. Yeah, I know. It's, it puts a lot of obligation on there. And honestly, though, nobody is upset uh, with gift cards. You know what I mean? But I think my interests in the type of gifts that I am receiving have changed significantly since yeah. I was a little kid. And I don't need anything particular. I, I don't know. It's not that I need anything. I just kind of like a nice little thought. And sometimes you yeah. find something cool. Um, I'm not, I'm not really particular. I just, and I, you know, even if it's a, it turns out to be a terrible gift, I find it for <laughs> it. Either I find it for somebody else, which you know, right. gifting totally okay. By the way, because yeah, don't ever feel guilty about that shit. You, you shouldn't, because there's sometimes a perfect gift. Gift is not for you; it's for somebody else. And honestly, if you have a problem with somebody regifting something you gifted them, you shouldn't have given it to them in the first place, because it means that you wanted it for some. You well, know. and that's that's the thing. Like, I, the gift is in the giving. I should enjoy giving you what I give you. It's not always going to be something you want or need or have an interest in, but you say thank you and you move on with your life. There's no insult in that, but I can't get mad if you're like, well, I don't give a fuck about, you know, this thing. So I'm going to give it to somebody else who does really want it. And then I have the the joy of gifting them something cool. 
It's like, that's where the obligation needs to end. Like, I don't need to see that you're using it. I don't need to, you know, I mean, say thank you and move on. But, you know, I don't need you to remember it for the end of time. Like, that's not what it's about. Yeah. And so if like, if you're hard, and, and I think that people do feel guilty about this. And I'm here to say, let it go. If you fa- family loves you enough to give you a gift, they love you enough to be ov- get over the fact that you re-gifted something that was maybe less appropriate for you and maybe more appropriate for somebody else. They gave it to you. They transferred yeah. ownership. It's yours. You can do with it what you please. And quite honestly, if you're getting gifts from somebody who is so petty and specific about that, it may be time to cut the gift giving tie and just mm-hmm. say, you know, we're cool. You know, let, we're good. We don't need to do that. Yeah. Let's so just me, hang out and enjoy each other's company. Exactly. Me and my family, we were doing the same thing that your dad was mentioning. You're buying a gift card for another person and they get you a gift card and you're just kind of just transferring gift cards around. Yeah. Um, when you get that hard to shop for and generally as you get become an adult, you get that hard to shop for because if you need something, you buy it and there you go. Um, right completely understandable so what we actually did was we do recipe exchanges in like scrapbook form every oh, single year awesome. and so we'll send out one you know to six people and then they send them back you know then you get yours back and mm-hmm. you just keep creating this big recipe book with all of your recipes in it um that your whole family has and ones that you really really like and i'm telling you so like a lot of my family are mormon and those mormons they know their way around a dessert and They're like a funeral potato. Yes. Oh, yeah. The funeral <laughs> potatoes are on there, too. But they know their way around a dessert. And so if I want a nice dessert that I can bring to a potluck that everybody's going to love, I just flip through my recipe book for my family because there's going to be one or two. Right. Well, you know. Yeah, I gave my sister a recipe book. I found a really pretty kind of scrapbooked one. I've done I've done like cookbooks and stuff for people that way too. But this was just a really nice little, it was an actual recipe book. But I went and hand wrote all of my personal, like her favorites that I cook. So I went through and did all of my personal recipes, put them in a book for her. And then she's shared hers with me. And, you know, it's, and that's really a fun thing because that's something that's going to stick around. Like I remember growing up, like my mom had the box, you know, the the card box with the with the index cards that have the recipes on them. And and that was neat, but I don't have one of those. Like I don't I need to go copy some of her recipes and shit before it just gets lost to time. But I don't have my grandma's old recipes anymore and sometimes a cousin will have it. So that's that's just a neat. That's just kind of a neat thing. Like I would find that to be a very satisfying gift. I am finding that as I get older, I am now wanting the gifts that I hated as a kid. So when I was a kid, I would end up getting socks or shoes or an underwear or, you know, something like, oh, God, I just wanted toys or, you know, whatever it is. And you got all this, like, practical shit. Now that I'm a grown-up, these are things that I don't usually go out and buy myself. You know, we've talked about this in our past episodes of, like, you know, when it comes to your own personal comfort and convenience half the time, it's like until something falls off, I'm just going to keep wearing it. Like I don't want to go spend money on that stuff. So that's the kind of stuff like it's awkward for other people to buy you sometimes. But that's kind of the stuff you need. Like for Paul's birthdays and Christmas and stuff, I'm usually buying him like a new pair of shoes or you know, like last year I bought him suspenders, which now he wears suspenders, which are just kind of adorable. That and adorable. You know, yeah. yeah, like he's, you know, he's he's an oddly shaped guy. Like, you know, we're all like shaped more- weird and they just work better than belts. Belts wear out too fast. So mm-hmm. 
Plus for him, being an opera singer and whatever and doing like costume changes and whatever, it's it makes more sense than dealing with more apparatus than you have to. Exactly. It's much easier to get in and out of. Yep. But, you know, that's that's the nice thing. Like I, I enjoy that. And, and I'm like, ooh, I bought – like last year I think I – oh, and that's the other thing. Like I end up buying myself presents along with everybody else because, you know. Oh, yeah. I buy husbands. more stuff for myself. <laughs> I spent on Black Friday, I spent $89. I got one gift in there and it was for Craig and I wasn't sure if he'd like it. So I made him look at it and confirm he would like it. I do that too. I'm like, okay. Was for me. (laughs) I know. I'm like, would you rather have the new mechanical keyboard or the gaming chair? I'm only buying one kind of pricey gift. We're not doing a bunch of little dumb stuff. We're going to get. Yeah, (laughs) but I mean, I do those too, but, but those I don't worry about, but like the big thing, I'm like, which is more practical? Which do you need more? You know, and he does the same thing with me. Like uh, a couple of years ago, he bought me um, a photography studio set up. I'm a photographer and I needed like a, you know, screens and lights and shit to set up Mm -hmm. to do headshots and things like that. And so he bought that for me and it's a kit and it's something I can carry in my car. It's very easy to deal with. Um, last year he got me my zoom recorder or maybe that was the year before. Anyway, you know, like what do you need? I got a new mechanical keyboard because I like the clacky noise when I'm writing and you you know, like you had a relative though, like, I thought you might like this and give you a new Zoom recorder. And you're like, well, <laughs> like, because you know what? I wouldn't turn it down. Oh, of course. I wouldn't turn it down either. But it's like, I, you know, they're not going to know you as intimately as your partner does. Well, and, well, exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I have that kind of stuff on my wish list because some of them are not very expensive. But again, you know, if you look at my wish list, you might go, oh, well, there's that little uh, mixer that we've talked about or whatever. And that's, you know, whatever this is, you would know what it is. My mother-in-law is not going to know what that is. So that's not something she's going to buy me. So it has to be either myself or my husband buying them because nobody else understands like the need or the interest in, you know, whatever that is. They're going to see, oh, look, here's the, the cool Harry Potter trivia pursuit game that you've had on your wish list for 14 years. Let's get that. And that's fun because you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. But when I'm shopping for myself, I'm like, I really need, <laughs> yeah, really need yeah. a new pair of headphones instead of whatever. Yeah, so. you, bring, you bring up a very good point, and I think this is a key adulting thing. Everybody else is stressed out about gift giving too. It's not just you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, exactly. Give them the opportunity to put something on your wish list, and. I have, I'm currently wearing a fabulous set of headphones that are very specific that I love, the particular brand that I wanted. I threw it mm. on my wish list and my 80-year-old grandmother got it for me for my birthday. Yes, yeah, see, it happens sometimes. Not yeah, always, but exactly. sometimes. Would she have gone into a store and said, I think that Heather would like this particular set of headphones? She would not. But No, she'd be like, what are headphones? Because <laughs> Exactly. Like, how does this connect into anything? And what do you use it for? Um, but, but that's how I am with wish lists in general. Like, if I don't know you very well, and I see you've got a wish list, whether it's like a bridal registry or, you know, just your Amazon list, whatever it is, I usually have a dollar amount in mind. Like, this is how much your happiness is worth to me this year. So I'm going to go find something on the list that either individually or combined adds up to that dollar amount that I have, you know, (laughs) pre-selected for your happiness. And so sometimes you end up with something like that. And then sometimes you end up like my, my husband's twin brother 
is a massive Doctor Who fan. And so he's literally got like every Doctor Who DVD ever on the list. And you have to scroll through eight pages to get to something else because I'm like, I don't want to buy that. You know, <laughs> yeah, not for any reason other than I just watched eight pages of Doctor Who DVDs roll by. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not, I mean, yes, that may be what you want or, you know, and people will sometimes prioritize and that's helpful. But then, you know, Again, I I have stuff that's been on my wish list for years that I've completely forgotten about. I do try to go through at least twice a year, birthday, Christmas, and kind of clear it out or make sure that anything that I'm not going to get duplicates or whatever. But some things are on there. It's just like, yeah, that would be really cool. But nobody's going to buy it, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and then randomly somebody will or they will get you something so weird that you're like, I don't understand what just happened. My mom bought me a robot last year for Christmas. Well, a robot's fun. I got a BB-8 that is about three-quarter scale. What? So he's big. big. Yes. A <laughs> robot three-quarter scale BB-8. Maybe he's not quite three-quarters. Maybe two-thirds. But he's he works. He's remote controlled, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, I am 42 years old. What the fuck am I going to do with a robot? I mean, here's the deal. If we... You know, he sits in my office with my other nerdy stuff, and he looks sad and dejected because when he's not rolling around being happy, his head droops. So he just looks a little sad and lonely. But I'm like, you know what? Eight-year-old Liz would have freaking loved this thing. If I had gotten a tiny R2-D2, I would have been, I mean, it would have broken in three days, but I would have freaking loved that. But as a grown-up, I was like, huh. I could have used a coat. <laughs> I could have used a new pair of socks or I don't know. So so it's like it, as an adult, I think you walk a thin line between really appreciating the fact that someone has tried to – like my mom knows that I love Star Wars. So she it's bought me It's adorable. That. Yeah. It's, it is adorable. It's just not – I don't have kids. I've got dogs. I chased the dogs around with it like three times. It was like, oh, right, now I just sits in the corner. And I'm like, okay. But but she knows that I love that. And so she she bought me something. And so, you know, a, a huge part of me is incredibly grateful for that and just think that's the love that was there to find that is great. And then the other adult practical side of me is like – I really need – I haven't had a coat in two years. Yeah. I live in Houston. I don't really need one most of the time. A couple of hoodies will do it, or I have a real thick hoodie I stole from yeah, I know. my dad. Or, yeah, I, so. I remember Houston when it was particularly cold. You mm-hmm. couldn't tell the homeless from, like, just the Houstonians because yeah. it's just they're wearing loose layers and layers of hoodies, and you're like, I don't know, homeless or Houstonian. I don't know. <laughs> They don't, they don't have a parka, so it's definitely. <laughs> right. Well, you know, that's the funny thing here is it doesn't get cold that many days, but when it does, between the, you know, the sea air coming in from Galveston, the humidity, it is butt-ass cold here, like four days a year. And so I'm like, nothing is going to warm me up on this day when it's 22 degrees, which doesn't sound like anything I know to our Canadian people. But I've got a friend who is a, she's an opera singer, sings all over the world. She's amazing. And she's told me, she's like, I've been in Houston. She's like, I've been in Russia in the middle of winter, freezing my ass off. And there were days I was in Houston and I was way colder. And it's just the way that the like elements line up. And so it's like some days you need a coat and then 
You, there's nowhere to buy a coat. There's like three Burlington coat factories. Everyone else is already selling bathing suits by December. I know. So like, I don't know what's happening. That. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, I, re- I have been to New Hampshire in January. I've been to Chicago in winter. I have never been colder than in August in a restaurant in Houston because it's so humid <laughs> and just spray air conditioning like it's going out of style. And- oh, and then when those places like the bars have those <laughs> misters, oh, and yeah. now you're wet <laughs> and you're cold and you've got humidity. It's like, I'm going to die. It's like working in office buildings in downtown Houston. It's oh, like it's- you end up looking like that kid from the, the Christmas story because you have to wear 27 layers of clothes to figure out the right balance for indoor versus outdoor. Because like, I I remember going into the building in the last place that I worked in the winter, and it was cold outside, but it wasn't like terrible. You know, it was was just cold. And I went inside and it was like 90 fucking degrees in there. And I wanted to die. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna be down to my underwear in my cubicle here because I am sweating bullets because they don't know how to balance the indoor outdoor temperature here it's insane yeah it's impossible i worked at a place where our entire division was always freezing because it was against a particular wall that didn't get hit with the afternoon sun and because of that the air conditioner was pumping out compensating for the exact opposite side of the building Mm -hmm. and we were freezing and yeah but we had like a floor nazi that would affect we couldn't change the temperature. Oh my God, those people I want to murder. Yeah. The so ones we, with the keys to the, you know, they always put that stupid plastic box over it. And I'm like, listen, Becky, I'm fucking dying over here. Yeah. Everyone else is dying over here. You are not the air conditioning czar. Move on. Yeah. So we, so what we did was we smuggled in the middle of the uh, day, you know, when there's a lot of hustle and bustle around. Yep. Yep. We got some contact paper that was completely clear. And, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, while other people were doing stuff and keeping a lookout, uh, my boss would stand up on her desk and then just cover the vents with the clear contact paper and would get down. And so she did that for like the whole section. <laughs> it made all of the difference in the world because, uh, but goddamn ice was forming on that contact paper. And they're yeah. like, oh, it's 72. You should be fine. I'm like, yeah, 72 doesn't create ice. So right. maybe... <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's like in my, are off, you know, it's like in my house, we have a, you know, we have a fairly newish house that we live in Mm -hmm. and it's very well insulated. So if it's cold outside, it's warm inside. I don't have to use the heater much. If it's hot outside, it's still kind of hot inside. But so Mm -hmm. we run the air conditioner pretty much all year round because if it's like 70 degrees inside and 20 degrees outside that is a big difference and you are sweating your ass off when you come in so we just you know Houston you run the air conditioner and the heater several times in the same day just yeah. for convenience well as my dad has gotten older and he lives here with us he has gotten very thin-skinned so he gets cold very, very easily so the man will literally be sitting in the living room in a parka in like July. But he has turned the vent off in his bedroom so that it doesn't blow cold air. So I hate going back there. It's like the hottest place in the world. It's like walking into a jungle. It's like, ugh. That's how I am, though. I am always cold, especially as soon as air blows on me, I'm cold. 
And it's very, very aggravating for those who love me. (laughs) (laughs) Mine goes up, mine goes up and down with, uh, with weight and, you know, whatever else. So sometimes I'm I'm cold all the time and sometimes I'm hot all the time. Yeah. We used to, we used to record at your, your place Oh. And it's like some days would come in, it's like, why is it 300 degrees in here? It's yeah. so hot. <laughs> there was, there was a, like a six-month chunk of time where my air conditioner just wasn't keeping up. And then we're like, yeah. we had to get a new one. It, it was hot. It was like, because you guys also lived on the top floor of like a mid-rise, well, you know, condo. And so it's like you get the, you know, direct heat coming in the window. And, and it wasn't heat a huge from everybody space. below. And, yeah. Um, but also like it could cool for two people as soon mm-hmm. as we had three and sometimes you know you've listened to some of our episodes we have four or five people on yeah five people in this little place and if we put alcohol in us oh, oh yeah my god we had a lot of alcohol our, our boozy licious episodes i i was like i'm gonna go outside and smoke 27 cigarettes just to cool off because it's somehow cooler outside <laughs> than it is but it was it's still really we had, i, I, we had a I missed that outside yeah yeah that was nice <laughs> But it's, I mean, I, I miss that. That's one yeah. thing I do miss about you guys being gone. Yeah. I think the other thing about, about gift giving, especially as an adult, is that guilt of not being able to do everything you want to do. Mm-hmm. Because whether it's through time, finances, space, like my brother lives in New York with his two little girls. My brother-in-law lives in Chicago with their daughter. Like I cannot physically be there, but I want to. So I, 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 as a grown up, I feel a lot of guilt, you know, like when we were a kid, if somebody didn't show up for Christmas, like, oh, that sucks. Well, I guess I'll see you next time. But as a grown up, you're like, oh, I really want to see these people. And I miss my nieces. And, you know, I don't know. So, yeah, that's a very, there's guilt in that. So I do. I get that too. Um, I feel like I should be at home, you know, and then every time I do travel at Christmas time or around the holidays, I think, why am I doing this? Because it's chaos. And I I know that it means a lot to people, but I think that you need to, um, I think you need to give people a break that yeah. try, like, try and travel at the holiday season. And I, I do, I give people a break. Nobody comes and visit me in the holidays, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't want, I don't think the guilt that you feel is there. I just think that maybe. Maybe you are feeling something like, because if you do not have the family that you're normally around in the holiday right. season, you feel a little guilty about that. But I don't, I want to give you, um, I want to tell you for your mental health, you don't have <laughs> to travel. Oh, no, I know. I, I think I just miss them. You know, you you expect to be around the people that you want to be around. But it's, you know, it's yeah. not always possible. And that's, that just is a thing, you know. Yeah, it's so nice, though, with Skype and FaceTime now. Although my yeah. FaceTime issue last Christmas, it would not pick up and we couldn't hear anybody. And we're oh. like, I don't know what's going on. We don't have a signal, but whatever. That's the worst. I'll tell you what, we Skyped with my, uh, my brother and his kids last weekend, I think. And so I was asking the, the older girl, she's almost four. And I was like, well, what would you like for Christmas? She said she wanted a stuffed Jake dog. That's my dog. She wants a, a a stuffed animal version of that dog. Why don't you just give her Jake? 
I said I would totally send him up there, but apparently they can't have dogs in the apartment. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, like, I'm going to send all three of them up. I need a break. Like, yeah, it's just sitter Jake. So, you know, take care of them. This is his hyper (laughs) dog food. Have at it. (laughs) Well, that's pretty much how I got Jake. Just showed up on the doorstep. I'm going to be here for a month. It's been a year and a half. Yeah. So, but I just thought that was, that was really cute that she wanted to stuff Jake. So, all right, well, why don't we take a quick break and then we can come back and we can talk a little bit more about, you know, Christmas adulting and then also look at some of our, our uh, Twitter followers who are happy to jump in and tell us their least and their favorite things about holiday adulting. All right. Hey everybody, this is Kelly Reynolds and I'm the host of Boobies and Newbies, the podcast that asks novice romance readers to think outside the dick in a box. Join me for a new episode every Friday as we review romance novels with non-romance readers. From the sweet, loving, fairy tale romances of the Highlands. Who cares about up against the wall by the fruit (laughs) trees? Like, where's the dragon? Inside the belly of a dragon. To the naughty erotic threesomes with Navy Seals. Sex was a 10. I mean, you cannot get any better than this book. Come okay, on, you guys. Good. Really. We read it all. Check us out at Booby Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Listen to previous episodes on any podcast streaming platform. And stay tuned for our upcoming holiday series, The 12 Days of Boobsmas. I'm Sunny Hepburn. And I'm Brandy Fleeks. And this is Book of Lies, the podcast, where we discuss liars, cheating, thieves, scammers, and dirty, rotten scoundrels. So tune in for new episodes every Tuesday to hear about another low-down, dirty liar. And learn how to spot them. So that's Book of Lies podcast. Find us on your favorite podcast player or on Twitter at Book of Lies Pod, on Instagram at Book of Lies Podcast, and on Facebook at Book of Lies Podcast. And if you want to send us an email, send us one at Book of Lies Podcast at gmail.com. Okay? Bye bye. So anyway, I did a little... Do you have any other things you want to talk about specific to holiday adulting? Nope. Okay, well, I did just a little quick Twitter run here. Uh, I love to go to our awesome Twitter followers, of which we have a lot now. I'm very excited about that. (laughs) Uh, I was listening this morning to our episode 50 on adulting just because I wanted to refresh what we had already talked about, whatever. By the way, it's such a fun episode. And we had, at that point, we were only about a year and a half in the game when that episode came out. And now we're almost five years. And we had a lot of people. There were like 20 or 30 people that actually like weighed in on that episode. So that was super cool. Um, Yeah. We had a lot of feedback on our Hallmark episode too, but we have more listeners. Well, again, I, I think I hit my personal Facebook for most of that particular one. But even that is not usually how things roll. Okay, so I want to go through I did the favorites one tonight. So it doesn't have that many hits on it yet, but it will. Um, is <laughs> Steve from everything I learned from movies is uh, sent me a gif of some dude Xeroxing his ass in a holiday party. So that's fun. 
<laughs> it's been a long time since somebody's been crazy at a holiday party. I know. They just don't do them like that anymore. Yeah, mine mine does not do alcohol uh, very much. And we don't have we went to here. Paul's. We went to Paul's last year. He wasn't an employee yet. He was just there as a consultant, but he got invited. And they had a bar. It was at Tree. It was at Tree Beards. Actually, I freaking love Tree Beards. Um, and they have a bar, but it was like a cash bar, so you can't get too crazy on a cash bar on a work night. Um, okay, so th- the question was, what is your favorite part about adulting during the holidays, and what's better now than when you were a kid? And so our friends at Good Luck Sleeping Podcast said, passing on the magic to my kids, giving them memories and gifts and seeing their eyes light up is better than receiving gifts. And I agree with that. Like, again, I I love that. Uh-huh. So my niece actually asked me last night, she's like, do I get to give you a Christmas present? I was like, if you want to, sure. That She's four. I was like, that would be awesome. I love that. Like Maddie, when she was a toddler or she was learning to draw and whatever, she would show up. Like we got a, we moved into a new house when she was about four and a half. And she showed up with a stack of about 25 different pictures that she had drawn to help us decorate our house. How cute is that? That is cute. All right. So our friends at the Canookamomicon, I'm about to play an RPG game with these guys. I should really learn how to pronounce the podcast. Canookamomicon. It's like, so it's like Comic-Con and Canooks. So there you go. But it's like Canookamomicon. So it's, it's like there's an extra thing in there. So anyways, but now they say, uh, now my Christmas list includes beer and knife. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what? Mine does too. Well, yep. beer. I don't know beer. what knife. Yeah. Uh, like knives? Yeah. I, well, a lot of people like, like things, knives. Like things to stab people with? Yes. <laughs> Is that the Christmas spirit? Uh, depends on where you live. <laughs> So maybe yeah. in the great white North, he needs a knife. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes you got to kill yourself a deer. <laughs> They're Canadian. eh? you don't know. They only get the one bear gun. So maybe you need more knives. I don't know. So, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, Spencer Scott Holmes says, you see a good deal. It's automatically yours. No more hoping for it like a kid. So I think that's pretty. Yeah, that That is a very good point. That yeah. is the thing. Like if I truly want or need something, I will go and get it when I need it. I don't have to wait for a special occasion. I just have to wait for there to be enough money to buy it. And once there is, you move on with life. But yep. um, but then you do sometimes miss that anticipation, right? Like, what, what could it be? What is under the tree? It's a robot. I didn't even get to open the robot. Because I went to the hospital. My mom made Paul open it so she could see the look on his face when he opened my present. It wasn't even for him. I was like, wait, what? I think I would like to see the look on Paul's face more than yours. (laughs) It's probably true. But I mean, again, (laughs) here's what I got for your wife and not you, suckers. I don't know. I think I she just, was just I, giddy. She just wanted to see somebody excited about something. And I uh, get that. And, you know, I, and, and Paul would always be so oh, joyful. Yeah. Yeah, so oh, yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. I don't know how joyful he was that night. But, you know, he, he was well, excited. you're in the hospital. So know, hopefully exactly. he's crazy joyful. He's like, yay, my wife's not yeah, here. I know. I was like, just, go back, just drop me off and go back to the party. It's fine. <laughs> I don't want you here anyway. I don't like people hanging out with me when I'm sick. It's not my favorite yeah. thing. All right. So what I asked last night, 
as what is your least favorite thing about the holidays as an adult? Hashtag adulting, hashtag adulting sucks, hashtag holiday adulting. So answers, uh, J360 Productions says the holiday bills from food to presents. I'm that. Uh, Grief Burrito says not being able to just sit and play video games. I got to go see people. So common thread thread there. Uh, Lit Gaming Arena says having to please both sides of the family. That's a big one. Yeah. Uh, Mouse and Weens say having to undecorate Thanksgiving and redecorate for Christmas. All those boxes. And see, my tip here is if you decorate your Christmas tree just after Halloween, you don't even have to deal with the Thanksgiving part. You just skip right over that. Yeah. Good point. (laughs) Uh, Talking Cod Swallop came in with that one and said, what do Thanksgiving decorations look like? I know I could Google, but where's the fun in that? I believe her podcast is uh, from the UK. So they don't do our Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yeah, so so we we brought we talk about how terrible uh, King George is to us, and <laughs> yes. Thanksgiving we we celebrate the we celebrate the uh, mass deaths of an indigenous species, it's right? Great. Mass genocide via smallpox blankets, yeah. <laughs> so and syphilis. Yeah, so uh, so the decor is really lively. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's penicillin everywhere. That's what we got. Yeah. So oh, it's uh, pumpkins. It's pumpkins and turkeys because you got to really recognize what you're about to eat. Pumpkins and turkeys and cornucopias and big ugly shoes with big ugly buckles and dumb hats with a buckle. They had like a, a plethora of buckles in the yeah. Pilgrim times. So yeah, the Pilgrims. They they first Americans because they got kicked out of everywhere else they were. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Audrey from Mox Power says, not being able to spend it with everyone we'd like because of adult obligations. I wish we got the time off that kids do. Okay. So I want to put this out here for adulting. Yeah. You have to work all through the time in which Christmas and the holidays are. Yep. You know, you get Christmas off, you get Thanksgiving off. Sometimes you get the day before, the day after off. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. But kids, by the way, off the whole time. It doesn't feel like anything. That and is, you watch these Hallmark shows, and mm-hmm. they are in said small town fixing the problem for weeks while their high uh, flute job isn't doesn't care that they are gone for all of this time. I know. And I'm, you don't get this time off. What are you doing? I know. I feel <laughs> that same way about summers. It's just hotter. You don't really get that much out of it as an adult. So. Uh, Gidget Von LaRue says her least favorite thing is everything. <laughs> so it's just the worst. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, there's another thing. There's a lot of people out there that hate the holidays and mm-hmm. sometimes they hate the holidays. It I, and I find this more often than those who just are indifferent to the holidays is if they really dislike the holidays, sometimes they may have, um, you know, bad memories associated with them the loss of a loved one yeah. around the holiday time or your dad may have gotten stuck in the chimney dressed like Santa Claus. Yeah. Similar. Situation. <laughs> it, That's way, from gremlins, like, by the way, I'm not a heartless asshole. So. It's also from like a recent Cox commercial down here. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but did he die? <laughs> yeah, no, they were just poking him with the skewer. That's worse. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, you know, 
so just like you wouldn't want anybody to attack you for like not reciprocating yeah. the right way, you know, obviously we know not to do that to other people, you know, if they are anti holidays and, and, and everybody's allowed to be anti holidays, especially because we're just now listing all of the problems with them. You can't hold that against somebody for disliking them as a result. And I would also like to just throw in, I'm not going to get political or religious with this, but we call it the holidays because there's more than one. People celebrate different things between October and January. So maybe don't be a dick about oh. the way you are addressing people or are being addressed um, or you're going to get a Mary go fuck yourself mug. Uh, yeah. from our Zazzle store. That's a, <laughs> you know what? That is a very good point. And I do feel, by the way, that we're in our adulting episode, we're just bitching about the holidays the whole time. But, you know, it's fine. Let's, let's I love rant. the holidays. I just yeah, haven't gotten in the mood yet. about it. But, yeah. Um, do not... Do not correct me when I just... say happy holidays. Don't say, do you mean Merry Christmas? It's like, no, yeah. I mean happy holidays. Christmas is one of them. Get over <laughs> I'm going to... I know. I'm like, is it the 25th? I don't think so. This year, Hanukkah and Christmas overlap. So if you say happy Hanukkah, uh, happy holidays, you're actually referring to two of the more prominent religions in the United States. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's all sorts of stuff to be celebrated. If I give you a pleasant greeting of any kind, the normal human thing to do is to reciprocate in a polite manner. I don't want to have theological discussion. I don't want to hear your your voice on anything. And if you're rude to me, I'm probably never going to talk to you again. And I'm going to talk about <laughs> you on my podcast. So buyer <laughs> yeah. beware I know. is all I'm saying. So like growing up, I did not realize there was a stigma with happy holidays. And this is actually what I thought happy holidays meant. Because there wasn't until recently. This is what I actually thought Happy Holidays was because growing up in Utah, I didn't realize there was like more than one church. It was just like the church. Right? It was <laughs> right. just what you went to. Um, so I thought when somebody said Happy Holidays, they were referring to the fact that the new year was a co- upon us and we're going to have a whole year worth of holidays. And Happy Holidays oh. for the whole year. <laughs> and gonna- I kind of I like oh. that better, though, to be yeah, honest. Just it's assemble nice. all of those holidays. We're just going to bundle them up. I'm just going to say that to everybody. Always. That is just my new greeting. Like, so it's going to be happy July. Be like, happy holidays. They're like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's just the 4th of July, bitch. Is that not a holiday? <laughs> exactly. There are a lot of holidays out there. And you know what? If I were to choose to do so, I would take them all off from work <laughs> because I will be multicultural all over the place if it means I don't have to go to work that day. Yep. So, uh, okay. Uh, Kelly at Boobies and Newbies says her least favorite thing is taking down the tree and packing up all of the decorations once Christmas is over. Yeah. Now, if you guys... It's, okay, that sucks. How long does it take you to take your it, Christmas tree down? It takes me a little longer than it should. That's for sure. But it feels so... The house... Give me give me a month. Look, what what month does your tree come Okay, down? it does come down in January, but I feel guilty after Epiphany. So what is that? 12 <laughs> days later? Um yeah. Uh, so I'm like, well, you know, I can last it till then. But the house feels cold. When the- it's it's like naked. Yeah. yeah. And it just it just takes a while for you to realize that this is the normal again. And yeah, yeah. My tree stays up until probably March <laughs> because I love it so much. Now it's not always turned on. I'm not a psychopath, but I like my tree. I like my Christmas decorations. Like. 
we don't do the outside decorating thing because again, I don't have kids and that is a lot of fucking oh, work. It's, oh, when it's I, dangerous. That's, that's one thing. That is the other thing that's like huge for me as an adult versus a kid. When I was a kid, we had a we had a really we had a very nice big house. And it would have looked lovely all decked out the way that people do with Christmas lights. But my parents didn't do any of that. We might have got one string of lights and my mom had painted a Santa and a Rudolph and that's what we had. Like <laughs> they didn't go all out because it's very expensive, very time consuming. There's a lot of work and you could probably burn your house down. So and it's just dangerous it. too, like because uh you're up on the roof, you're hanging up like Yes. Uh, I, ice forms on those uh, icicles. They fall. They got <laughs> ice forms on them. Makes it harder. You can't even take the goddamn things off until it thaws. And yes, this is not an issue in Houston. But yes, yeah. absolutely. But but again, as an as a kid, that's all I wanted. Like we had this big house in town that just did it. I'm talking. They had a classic '57 Chevy convertible that Santa was driving through the front yard. I mean, these people went, they must have spent tens of thousands of dollars on this. And it was, it was a little bit insane. It was like the nicest house in town and the one everybody goes to look at. But these people are going to be like 300 years old, have more money than God. So, but I love that. And that's what I wanted. But as a grown up who has to do these things, either pay someone to do them or do them myself and purchase the things and put them up and then take them down before the HOA decides that they are annoyed with your Christmas lights, which, excuse me, I think would look lovely all year long, especially if they're white. I'm a fan. Yep. So so the, the, there's things that I, like my sister loves to decorate her house. She just moved into a new house last year before Christmas. They got to decorate this year. They're so excited. I like to go and look at the lights at their house. They're beautiful. My house, especially Halloween, Christmas, there are no lights. We have like a towel over the glass on the front door so nobody knows we're home. Like these are things like inside my decorations are lovely. Outside, it's a little bleak. That is something that I like my brain wants, but my practical side is just not going to do. In my head, I keep thinking because I do technically have like a little porch and whatnot but you know i could put something on the balcony that people could see and then i'm like you know what nah (laughs) you know what though one of my favorite apartments i lived in had a we were on the first floor we had a nice balcony or like a patio i guess because the first floor but and i had the little wiener dogs at the time i had two um little dachshunds at the time and they one of them could fit through the bars so I went and purchased some white lattice and wrapped the, you know, the kind of like you guys had your little screen over the the dog potty thing at your old uh-huh. place. But, you know, I had it just across the front so the dogs couldn't get out. And I wrapped those with Christmas lights and I just kept that shit up all year long because they were white and they looked very festive. And apparently nobody ever drove to the back of the the apartment property to notice that they were still there or had a problem with it. I would do that. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Better. Maybe if I had an apartment. I've got a I've got a house in a subdivision now. That's a lot more work. So anyway, okay. Back to the least favorite things. So Talking Codswallop has said taxis being super expensive on Christmas Day, meaning I have to drive to my family's home, which means no alcohol for me until I get home. Hashtag first world problems. And that's why I love Boxing Day more. So <laughs> I was like, that is a very British response right there. Very good point. 
Mm-hmm. Wait, it's not uh, Canadian. I thought that was Canadian. No, it's British. Oh. I mean, Canadians may do it too. Is it? You know, again, it's the servant day. We all box up all the Christmas shit and give it to the servants. Um. So, three fat nerds podcast said going to stores. Everyone acts so crazy, and they are busier than normal. So it takes me longer to shop. I say Amazon. Yep. <coughs> Um, let's see. Polina says putting a ton of care into the food I bring and getting blowback because it's quote too fancy for the kids. Really? That is that's a thing? Apparently. Okay. You know what? I could see that. I could see that though. Like, you know, if you've really put a lot of time and stuff and I would be pissed on. I, I can't okay. say being the person who's like, that's not mac and cheese, but I could see being pissed. All right, it. here's adulting one oh one. Guess what? The holidays aren't just about the kids. They already get enough. Let you, you know. Pick up your fucking chicken nuggets from McDonald's on the way to the party like every other adult does because you know your kid's not going to eat anything. And if they do, all they're going to do is eat all the King's Hawaiian rolls. That's what happens with kids. That's all they eat. Yeah. So it doesn't doesn't fucking matter. You know what? Adults need to have good food, too. Fucking bring good, fancy-ass food. And if you somebody wants to bitch at you about it, they don't get invited to the next party. That's right. You don't get to eat it, Karen. Suck it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That's not proper, says leaving the house ever. I'm with you. Yeah. Battery-powered, says faking it with people who are only nice to you once a year at family functions. That is exactly, that's kind of what I was referring to. And it's not necessarily yeah. that they're mean to you other times, <laughs> but like that's the only time you guys chit chat and you feel like you have to i my cheeks hurt thinking about it like yeah. you know i you know i hate my smile and, and you know that's why i like the the party afterwards where you kind of get it just yes the calm see yeah. okay so i had an event that i'm not going to name a couple of weeks ago that i went to where it was weird and i had to wear that fake smile the whole time but my friends were also there. So at one point, we finished that event that was weird and uncomfortable and went to IHOP and sat around and enjoyed ourselves in a much more enjoyable space without the fake cheeks. So Yes, that's the way to go. You know, remember, you and I have done that. Uh, yes. <laughs> we left yes. events early because they were just a little, uh-huh. yeah, and we went and had uh, yeah. um, uh, chicken fried steak. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Okay. That a hundred percent described what happened on Thanksgiving with my family. We went to the family with the potluck thing and the turkey and the ham and all that shit. Nobody cares about only eats once a year because it's gross. We went back to my sister's house and had chicken fried steak. Thanksgiving. Perfect. Yep. That's my family right there. Uh, VHUS podcast says their least favorite thing about Christmas is walruses. (laughs) <laughs> that's new to me said but i live in an area with high walrus saturation so it might not apply to everyone <laughs> i gotta say that's never applied to me so yeah i, gotta listen I think to they're podcast. out of these portland. guys sound funny <laughs> yeah i know i'm figuring out uh i think they're out of portland oregon oh you so. know what walrus uh, may apply walruses. to them i don't know <laughs> yep yeah <laughs> apparently although although uh our friend jaslyn in uh, New Zealand says that they like she has a friend who has a severe penguin problem like they have penguins like living under her house just on the bay and shit so apparently they're an issue so 
Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, not think of it, but okay. <laughs> no, they're not pets. They're pests. Pet, that's what I yeah. say, pests. Oh, okay. Well, I can't hear I anything. Know. Okay. So uh, May View Things says, literally having to buy gifts for all of my family's kids. It's so hard. This is why my family went to, I have 20 first cousins on my dad's yeah. side. So it's a big family. And when we were buying, every family was buying a present for each individual kid. I cannot even, I mean, I was like, I was like seven or eight, maybe 10 at that time. So there were even fewer of us then. I can't even imagine how these people paid for this crap because after we got to a certain number, it's like, look, <laughs> we're going to have to have a drawing. <laughs> you just get one present. That is all you get. Yeah, I do like and, the uh, I do like the drawing and then, you know, the switching of the names. I think it helps a little bit uh, with that burden. And yep. I think that, you know, even if you're not the one that has the difficulty with the finances, even... Uh, it would be beneficial to bring up that as an option so that people with finances issues um, yeah. did not feel guilty say, mentioning it. Um, I think that's one of yeah. those things where if you, if you aren't the one that's necessarily affected, maybe you could bring that up because, you know, when you are the one that's affected by the finances, you don't want to bring it up. No, it, it's, it's super awkward, you know, and, uh, again, my situation has gone back and forth over the years to where it might be more lucrative one year and totally skimpy the next. And it is weird, you know, if you're the one who's like, I can't really afford to do this, so I'm just not going to go or I'm just not going to buy a gift and hope nobody notices or whatever. Because, you know, we, we used to do adult gifts and then kid gifts. And now all of the cousins, all of my cousins are adults who now have children themselves. But there's only about six to eight kids that show up at any given time. So now the older aunts and uncles give each kid a present. Some of them are very weird. <laughs> One of the seven-year-olds got a infant baby Einstein toy uh, at Thanksgiving. And he just, the look on this kid's face was like the worst, the worst gift I ever received that I remember uh, or that I remember as the worst gift. My uncle bought me a, a, a videotape rewinder. Do you remember those? Yes. When we were kids? Yeah. So he bought me a videotape rewinder that he clearly picked up at like a gas station on his way to the party, but I didn't have a VCR. So yeah. <laughs> it's just like, uh, thanks, I think. I yeah. Know. Well, I mean, thought that counts, I guess. <laughs> um, mm, I don't know. So anyway, uh, last one we have here is from Jess. And Jess says, doing your absolute best not to rage at your old ass grandparents and their backwards thinking. Oh, and trying not to scream when grandma says she doesn't like your haircut for the eighth time in a two day period. <laughs> and I think she just described Christmas for all of us. Yeah, that's a very good. Yeah, she did. <laughs> so anyway, thank you guys for chiming in. I really appreciate when y'all do that because it's. It's fun. It also helps us to think about things we didn't before, but it also reiterates points. So, yay. Yes, exactly. So, anyway, do you have anything more to talk about with adulting and holidays? No, I think we have beaten it to death. Yeah, so more we more complained about it. Uh, hopefully, we do some tips <laughs> and tricks. Uh, but isn't that the, isn't that the actual definition of adulting? Is just complaining about what your life is exactly. now. Exactly. There's a lot of expectations of us, 
And mm-hmm. my tips and tricks are just like, fuck them. Right? Yeah. Uh, agreed. And you're allowed to take mental health days, especially around the holidays, and feel guilt free. And please do, because you'll be a lot nicer to the rest of us if you do. Because I think that's that's a lot of people's problems is that they're not taking they're not checking their own mental health and stability, and then they just take it out on everybody else. And that makes us like, it makes everybody miserable. It's like, we want to have fun. Like I'm going to, I'm going to grab my niece and bring her over and get her to help me put up my Christmas tree this weekend while Paul's in opera rehearsal. I'm going to get festive. And even if I do nothing but sit in fuzzy pajamas and watch Christmas movies until February, I'm going to enjoy that setup because I love it. I would leave it up year round. I have threatened to do a holiday tree where I just leave it up year round and I change out the ornaments, different holidays and different colors. So I've not done it. My my tree is probably stayed up till I think one year it was like May, but it was a really bad year. So I'm not, that one didn't yeah. so My mom left hers up for two years. Well, uh, my grandpa had a stroke like right after Christmas or something. And she just stayed up for two years because she was too busy you know, taking care of them and making sure they were okay to, yeah. to take it down. I, and she's just got used to it. It's like, I like it. It makes me happy. So who cares? Other than it's my house. Like, you don't have to come over. If you don't like my tree, you can stay yeah, home. Yeah, I know a lot of people at the holidays, so that doesn't bother me. Um, I've also, you know, I think five years in the last 15, I, I have not put up a tree or put up decorations at all because it was just, it didn't make sense. I was too busy. And, um, yeah. you know, it didn't, but it doesn't, it feel a little lonely and sad without yes. us, but yeah, I, we've, it, we've done that. I like one year we moved, so, yeah, yeah, I don't want to, we moved like a month after Christmas and it just didn't make sense because we were already packing to move. So it just didn't make sense to, you know, put a tree up and then have to take it down and pack it all up again. But I would say that was, that was like more of a, a little sad Christmas for me just because I didn't have it yeah. around. So. <laughs> We do actually really enjoy the holidays. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah, my husband would like just one of those little Charlie Brown Christmas trees on the center as a centerpiece. And he keeps saying, Why yep. can't we have that tree? So I'm in charge of the tree because he does not give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even though he likes this yeah. on solo ornaments and whatnot, whatever. Yep. <laughs> yeah, if it if I were not around, <laughs> there would be no tree in this house. So I, yeah, I get that. That does, it does tend to fall stereotypically more to women than to men, though I'm, there are guys who enjoy doing it. My brother-in-law loves doing the Christmas stuff and decorating yeah. and that's great. You know, if he wants to come over here and decorate my house, he's welcome to, but <laughs> for the most part, it's, it's up to me to do it. And if I'm feeling grinchy or blue or whatever, then I don't do it as early as I would like. I should have done it in November, but I was sick since before Halloween. So how do you get excited about doing that when you feel like crap? You so just my, my so. current Christmas tree is a little too big for the area. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of cumbersome and you have to walk around it. And it just, it's overwhelming yeah. because the base of it is so wide and it just like gets walkways yeah. and stuff. And I was like, well, next year I'll get a skinnier tree, but not taking this down to put up a skinnier tree. So no, once it's up, it's yeah. up. Exactly. So, okay. Well, I have a couple of recommendations this week that actually have nothing to do with Christmas, okay. but uh, that's okay. So the first one, um, if you guys are on Disney Plus, which I believe everyone is, uh, we obviously, 
the Mandalorian for us Star oh, Wars geeks yeah. is like the cutest thing in the world. And I'm not going to give spoilers, although they're already out there everywhere. But I want us to talk about the Mandalorian and the upcoming Star Wars stuff going forward. So I'm just going to say, if you haven't watched it, go watch it because I would like to talk about it. But the other show that I found on Disney Plus that I just think is completely delightful is The World According to Jeff Goldblum. I don't know if you've seen this episode or these episodes. They are amazing. I love him so much. He is just the weirdest, quirkiest guy. And I like watch it's this is basically a documentary type series. And it is episodic. Obviously, it comes out once a week. And like the first episode was sneakers. So it talked all about the sneaker industry and all the money in it and these conventions and how much, you know, and it was just really neat. And he's such a just a weird, like even just watching his mannerisms, he's so quirky and so specific that it's just it's just a joy to watch. So it's like he did sneakers and ice cream and uh they only released tattoos. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I think it was sneakers, ice cream, tattoos, and there was another one that I'm missing. But anyway, so go check that out because it's just it's very enjoyable. I really like it. I'm enjoying Disney Plus in general. Um, I, I'm not using it as much for like the old school stuff, but my nieces and nephew are getting so much out of it, which I just think is awesome. Yeah. So the the next recommendation that I have is actually uh, an audio recording that I think you guys should try to find if you are a Star Wars fan. And I think, Heather, you will actually enjoy this one, too. And it is a new one that came out uh, in the past couple of months, and it's called Dooku Jedi Lost. It is a full audio cast recording. So it's got Mark Thompson, who we love from the audio book world. Is it General Dooku? Is that what? Well, it's when he was a Jedi and then when he wasn't. So it's Jedi Lost. Because remember, um, Count Dooku was oh, a Jedi master, or he was a Jedi, and then he fell and became a Sith, and then he, you know, got beheaded or whatever. Um, but it's really good, and the story, most of the story is told from um, the point of view of a newly recruited Sith apprentice, Asajj Ventress. Shut up! Yeah, I was like, what? So it's uh, it's very interesting because she's not she's not so jaded and dark yet. So there, it's it's very good. I think you would really really enjoy it. So you guys check so that is one it out. On regular podcatchers, what's it called? It's um, it's it's Dooku Jedi Lost. I got it on Audible, so I'm sure it's there. You might be able to find it at the library. Okay. Paul says that there's not like a physical book to go with it. That it's more of just like an audio. Okay, yeah. play I guess. But again, I found we got it off of Audible, so you can find it there. Um, if you go to our, I already web- got it. Yeah, as I say, if you go to our website, listeners, not you, Heather, who's already bought it now. <laughs> if you go to our website on the bottom of the show notes page, there is a link to a free Audible trial. You can go there, and I think you get like one or two free books and a thirty day trial or whatever. So it's it's totally worth grabbing. It's amazing. So excited! I am so excited. Yeah. Okay. It's so I'm good. Glad you that up. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. So do you have an internet quote this week? I do. Okay. So this is from Twitter uh, from Abby at Abby has issues. It says, I like to put up Christmas decorations in stages. This is the stage where I sit on the couch with lasagna and stare at the boxes. (laughs) You know what? I know that stage well. (laughs) 
<laughs> I sat on, so I had all the Christmas stuff up and I finally got the tree up mm-hmm. and I just sat there with the tree up and no decorations on it. Yep. And was like, yeah, now I'm going to eat lunch. Now I'm going to yep. watch the Hallmark show. I'll put yep. that in the decorations while I'm watching the Hallmark show. No, I did not. <laughs> Christmas night, by the way, very good. Uh, <laughs> well, the, the thing is, like, as a person with no small children, I don't have a massive amount of ornaments for my tree. I mean, I've got like a seven foot Christmas tree, so it's it's decent size. But my my ornaments are very specific and they're spaced out. You know, I make a pretty tree or whatever. But I don't have all of the popsicle sticks and everything. So it really doesn't take me that long to decorate. I just have to actually yeah. get off my ass and so, do it. Have, so. So it's just Hopefully me and Maddie my husband. But I have five stockings, you know, one for my dog, one for my other dog. Yep. And um, yep. one for my dead dog and one for my dead cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got uh, one. We've got a giant stocking that's about three foot tall for whatever is too big to go in other stockings. I've got one. Paul's got one. My dad's got one. All three dogs have one. So we've got six. There. Oh, and there's an elf one that came when we bought the DVD. It came in like a box set that came with a tiny little elf yep. uh, stocking. Oh, wow. So like fun little things like that that just end up everywhere. So you know what? Uh, we should totally get a deal with like command hooks. I use the shit out of those yep. things, especially for holiday decorating. No. Yeah, they so work great for short term. Everywhere since we rent. They don't seem to work for things. me. They always pull the plaster. They- I've had some for a really long time, though. I've had a couple yeah, well, that, I mean, the, yeah, they, but the, I've had some where the, the tape doesn't pull off yeah. and then they're stuck on there and you can't get them off ever. Yeah. Okay. So I've had that where the tape broke off. Yes. So you can't get behind there anymore. And by that time, um, you still pull the plaster. I should have used a hairdryer, but, um, you know, $75 in right. patch up charges later <laughs> by my landlord. Yeah. Um, I learned my lesson. So I actually saw a hack that you're supposed to be able to use dental floss to get behind there, but I tried it and it doesn't work. So, or at least not the dental floss I was using, or maybe I just wasn't trying hard enough. I don't know. Maybe, maybe a combination of the hairdryer and the dental floss would help. I bet I that would so yeah. uh, we also want to remind you guys that if you are looking for the perfect holiday gift to send to that special bitch in your life, you can head on over to our friends at frankieandmer.com and you can use our code. We actually have a new code. I don't know if I've told you this yet, Heather. So instead of nerdy bitches, you just type in nerdy, N-E-R-D-Y, and you will get 15% off of your entire purchase. And I think it's free shipping over $35. So this is an awesome idea to buy for yourself, to buy for your 12-year-old niece who's already having a midlife crisis. Whatever it is that you need, they (laughs) have got a product for it. And their stuff smells amazing. Oh, so good. So, yep. yep. So anyways. um, All right. It also, by the way, Spray the Bitch Away also does a very good job at spraying the dog smell away. Does it? I I will Um, have to try that. Uh, just an FYI, if your house kind of smells like dog because the windows have been shut because it's cold, uh, just spray a little spray the bitch away. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I know that's not the intent, but it works. Yeah, it works. You can also, um, we have a, like a short link on our website. So you can go to nerdybitches.com slash Frankie ampersand myrrh. So think like frankincense and myrrh, uh, 
and and you can just go straight to the ordering from there. It's it's they've got all sorts of shit. It's awesome. They've got sprays. They've got roll-ons. I think they've even got um the they've got the infuser things and they've got the car infuser. So if like your car stinks, you can put that in there. Um, you can just give the spray the bitch away to your cousin that you don't like that much or that you do like that much. Either way, it's very nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I guess that is all that we have for this week. So. Yeah. So make sure to read, uh, finish your, uh, uh, His Dark Materials Golden Compass book one. Oh, yes. Because that is our next book club episode that is coming up soon. So, all right. Well, we will see you guys next time. provided by www.bensound.com and please email feedback to contact us at nerdybitches.com here's what i got for your wife and not you suckers <laughs> <I don't know. laughs>